Hi, this is Jim Lundy, founder, CEO, and lead analyst at Aragon Research. Today, we're going to be talking about workflow, content automation, and the race to automate current paper and manual processes in the enterprise. Joining me today is Gina Armada, the CEO of MHC, which is a SaaS company that helps organizations simplify and automate their content processes. Gina, it's great to have you here today, and thanks a lot for spending some time with us. Thanks, Jim. It's great to be part of your podcast, and I look forward to our conversation today. Well, I'm going to let Gina tell you all more about herself, but I did want to do a brief intro. Gina's been at MHC for 13 years in a variety of roles. She's served as CEO since 2019, and in that time, she's transformed MHC into a global provider of content-centric automation solutions that enable customers to digitize and automate complex processes, communications, and workflows. Gina also orchestrated the company's big move into workflow and content automation, which she will definitely tell you more about. And before MHC, Gina spent 11 years at Accenture. So Gina, while you and I know each other, can you provide a quick overview of both yourself and your company, MHC, so the audience gets to know who you are? Sure, Jim. Thank you for the nice introduction. Time truly does fly when you're having fun. It is really hard for me to believe I've been at MHC for 13 years already. It is an exciting time in our space as technology advancements drive more intelligent, insight-driven automation that can truly transform how organizations operate and how they engage with their key audiences. I spent the majority of my career focused on bridging what I call the, the biz tech divide to solve business challenges with technology solutions. And I don't know about you, Jim, but my career path was not planned in advance, but the common thread at each role or career pivot involved how technology could be leveraged to improve business outcomes. On a personal note, I'm a wife, a mother of three, including identical twins to keep me on my toes all the time. I have a passion for sports, outdoor activities, and spending time with family and friends. Back to the MHC profile. For those of you who don't know MHC, we're based in Minneapolis, Minnesota, with several offices around the globe. And as Jim mentioned, MHC solutions enable customers to digitize and automate complex processes, communications, and workflows. Our 1,300 plus customers leverage our solutions to manage the creation, the capture, the retrieval, the flow of business critical information throughout their organization. And that can include documents, communications, financial transactions, both inside and outside the organization. We're often asked, well, what are the core use cases you support or functions you support? The top three functions that we support include accounts payable, operations, and customer experience. And beyond those, we also support use cases, a variety of them, in the supply chain, human resources, payroll, and IT spaces. Looking beyond the MHC profile information, I'm sure you'd agree, Jim, that it's always ideal to get direct feedback from customers. It's, it's motivating, it's exciting, it's 
great to hear who's working on operational goals. Maybe a massive annual cost cutting campaign or which customers may be focused on transformational objectives to achieve a competitive advantage. In any case, those activities demand that we continue to expand our capabilities to meet our customers' growing needs, empowering users with increased insights and an engaging experience. We at MHC believe there's a sweet spot and that sweet spot combination is between content, intelligence, and automation balanced with the self-service oriented personalized experiences that will fundamentally transform the way work gets done and essentially how organizations will interact with their vendors, customers, and employees in the future. And hopefully we can dig into that topic. We could probably spend a lot of time on that, but hopefully we can dig into that uh, a little bit later in the podcast. So Jim, if you can't tell, uh, I love talking about MHC and solutions. Uh, I really appreciate you coordinating this podcast today so that we can talk about the future of where workflow and content automation can go. There is so much opportunity to help organizations get to their next level of performance. Gina, we sure have a lot to cover in this podcast. And I did want to just touch on what you talked about uh, to build on your tenure uh, at MHC. You joined over a dozen years ago. Uh, so would you say that you rose through the ranks to become CEO? I, ha I have been at MHC for a while and, and I'm honored to have been named the CEO. We have an amazing and growing team and I'm thankful for them and their commitment to our customers. Going back to the origins of the company years ago and even before my time, MHC has always prioritized a focus on our customer's success as a top priority, and it remains one of our six core values as an organization. It is one of the greatest pleasures of my role to get to read unsolicited customer feedback about our employees and their commitment to helping customers. Well, that's an incredible story. In fact, that you stayed at your firm and you rose through the ranks, and this is at a time when so many leave. So you stayed, you persevered, and in my opinion, that shows some pretty strong mental toughness. There's a lot of employee movement in recent years, isn't there? Probably even recent, recent months. Yes, perseverance was something I learned at a young age. Uh, while playing sports, I got a lot of practice <laughs> uh, for many years. And you simply can't give up after striking out or making an error in the field. Your team needs you to bounce back and execute on the next play. And I tell my kids that all the time. We, uh, in our house, we, we paraphrase the saying, and what are you going to do when you fall down the seventh time? And the kids will say, get up for the eighth time. <laughs> and then moan, say, mom, we know. And we probably could do an entire podcast on all the lessons and influence of sports you know, and building all the skills of teamwork and confidence and resiliency and perseverance. Uh, so, so yes, perseverance is something I've, I've had a lot of practice at and, and can keep working on. And one thing I'll, I'll note back to the personal note is I'm especially passionate about the influence of sports on young girls and believe that there's a direct correlation to that strong mental toughness you mentioned. 
you know, I totally agree having been a soccer coach that uh, it, you can learn an awful lot from sports and, uh, you know, particularly for, 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 you know, girls and young women, uh, it's, it, it really does make a difference. One other quick question I have since we're doing our podcast, how has MHC been doing during the pandemic and what are your plans for going back to the office now that we've got the, the Delta variant kind of going on here? Yeah, great question, Jim. So I would say overall, the team didn't miss a beat during the pandemic. I, I'm simply just impressed uh, with the team we had. And like everyone else, we had to shift a lot of our processes very quickly. And there was an adjustment period and a few speed bumps. But the team pivoted nicely, and we figured out how to operate within the new normal fairly quickly. People found new ways to collaborate with each other and with our MHC customers. And the amount of creativity was so wonderful to see. And similar to most companies, we, we quickly discovered where we had manual steps or paper impacts. And it was, it was crazy how one tiny step involving paper could derail an entire process in a remote work world. But the best part of it was that we could apply those lessons learned to help our customers and advance our own next generation platform as well. And something I had never imagined possible, uh, we completed two 100% remote acquisitions last year during the pandemic, quite an experience. Regarding plans to go back to the office, right now, most of our company is still working remotely. We've surveyed our team a couple of times now, and the clear preference for most is the hybrid model with certain teams wanting to remain remote. And you know, even this summer, we've had some people intermittently testing out a hybrid work model in the office uh, to iron out all the kinks before some people transitioned back. And uh, I also appreciate that we have several employees that volunteered to work on a committee with our HR team to figure out how do we optimize our work arrangements, uh, make sure that people are safe because that's the number one priority we have. And we need to do that across each of our offices. So personally, I'm very thankful that we were not aggressive with our back to the office plans like so many others organizations that I, uh, and, and companies that I speak with that we're moving back this fall very aggressively because so many of those companies have already had to redo those plans and halt their, their move back to the office. So I'm thankful we were, we were waiting a bit to see, uh, see how things would, would pan out. And uh, once everybody feels comfortable, then uh, ultimately I believe we'll move back in a hybrid model. The, the one thing I do want to point out about the pandemic though is a huge silver lining uh, that I'm very excited about is finding talent wherever it exists. We had dabbled a bit in hiring talent outside of our office locations prior to the pandemic, but we've certainly accelerated and increased plans to hire the best talent regardless of where uh, they live. Gina, that's great. You know, here at Aragon, as things started to open up and then kind of shut down, we're made, most of our people still working from home. But that said, the other week I did have five face-to-face -face client meetings, mainly outside, because you know we sometimes have sunny weather, even though there's uh, smoke in the air. 
Um, so Gina, I mean, as you've grown, your company has grown uh, a lot over the last two years. Can you take us through that, starting with maybe the merger of MHC and Vanguard? Sure. Stratum Capital, our majority investor, helped us make that move with Vanguard Systems in September of 2019. And actually, it was concurrent with the start of our relationship with Stratum Capital. Vanguard extended our workflow automation capabilities into new industries and in different ecosystems than MHC had historically focused on. And then we didn't stop there. Well, you've certainly not slowed down. And I'd also note you bought Acreon Software, a major CCM and workflow and content automation provider in 2020. Can you tell us a little bit about that deal? Certainly. Ecran was one of those fully remote acquisitions I mentioned. It was crazy how we had to manage the process, the integration you know, throughout the pandemic. But with Ecran's solid customer base and great technology solutions, it really was a great fit for MHC. And we wholeheartedly believe that the world is changing and customer needs have evolved from that content management space to, to true content automation and users experience a different level of personalization. You know, Gina, one thing I noticed with uh, that last acquisition that nearly all of the senior leaders from Ecreon stayed on with MHC. Uh, you know, in our view, in many cases, you just don't see that. Right, you're right. The Ecreon team is incredible and they are part of the MHC family and contributing to our common vision alongside the rest of the team. So Gina, talk to me a little bit about where you see this market going. The market, yes. We see rapid shifts regarding how content is managed, distributed, and consumed. And, and frankly, there's a lot of fracturing of markets that's created a gap and confusion in the marketplace. Our strategy remains focused on meeting the changing landscape with more digital, automated, smarter content that puts answers and insights into the hands of business users at the time they need it. We have a lot to thank those millennials for, don't we, Jim? The, uh, the push to frictionless digital interactions is becoming the baseline expectation for many industries. Generic, one-way communications, the simple types of, uh, of communications of the past they simply lack focus on how recipients expect and want to interact with information. Whether it's customers, partners, employees, we all demand personalization. And at MHC, we believe information should be delivered the way recipients want to receive it. And organizations don't have to settle for that massive, fragile 20 year old software system that a customer may be afraid to touch because quote, something may break or quote, it's just easier to produce the paper and mail it out. Meanwhile, the organization, the recipients of that information, they all suffer. And as you know, Jim, and we appreciate seeing it in your research, it doesn't stop at information generation and distribution. There are underserved audiences who are treated in a very transactional manner. And organizations are missing an opportunity to engage and extract insights that can help them build a longer term relationship with those audiences. If we just think of the example of vendors or suppliers, with a shift to support frictionless, 
bi-directional information sharing, whether it's say vendor onboarding or orders, invoices, payments, organizations have an opportunity to treat their vendors like they treat their customers. We all learned through the pandemic how critical supply chains are. And, and actually, I don't know about your experience, Jim, but as consumers, it seems that we're gonna be feeling the pain of major supply chain challenges for many months to come. Organizations really can't afford to ignore one of their key stakeholders. So we're excited to apply our best of breed customer journey and customer experience automation functionality to the same types of workflows that are still content centric in the vendor and employee arenas. Gene, I sure agree with your comments about supply chain. It's hard to buy tires, hard to buy laser printers, just a lot of things in short supply. But I want to just pick up on where you mentioned customers. Can you talk about your market momentum and how is MHC doing uh, with both your existing and new customers as far as growth? Certainly. I, I love talking about customers. Uh, in fact, customer success focus is actually one of our six core values as an organization. And, and when I say customer success focus, it's not simply the sales customer success principles that SaaS organizations employ. To us, customer success focus means that we always need to be focused on the outcomes for our customers with every interaction. Essentially the value to be extracted by the customer using our solutions. Whether we're working with a net new logo or a customer we've worked with for over 20 years. Growth via expansion of our existing relationships has always been and remains a critical part of our strategy. And stories of customer success are my favorite. You, you opened up an opportunity, but we, we love to celebrate and share success stories. And uh, our team shared a few of them recently as part of an internal meeting. And I'll just share a few highlights just to give you a sense for the value customers extract. In one example, the team shared one customer, our solution enabled them to streamline the creation of 350 distinct customer invoice output formats. And they were able to do it using only 12 document templates. So they were able to leverage our, what I'd call powerful, content fragment and template design functionality to do that. And what many customers, including that customer, told us that their prior solutions simply can't deliver anything close to that level of reusability. And when we help customers reuse and be more efficient, that's, that's ultimately helping them achieve their goals. In the space of AP invoice automation, we recently helped a healthcare organization streamline their processing, and they were able to transform their AP operations, so accounts payable operations, from needing 25 resources previously, who are manually processing invoices, to needing only seven in a shared services model. So Gene, I, I also know you do a lot in analytics that are tied to this thing called transaction output. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. We have customers, uh, and I can think of an example, 
So in one case, there's a leading service provider and they operate in the, the space where they support personalized mailings, fulfillment, digital and transaction printing. And this particular organization is headquartered in Switzerland. Well, they use our solution analytics to track the success of campaigns executed by the software. So they're tracking what's happening. It's not just a send it and forget it. It's what's happening. Who's using, who's interacting with that information and how are they interacting with it? They also leverage online editing of content by their clients, forms, online forms for data capture, integration to multiple CRMs in their case uh, to consolidate information. And then they do end customer engagement tracking. And all of that is in order to service their customers. So, so yes, analytics and providing insights into user behavior is critical. Yeah, I think that's one of the big things that I see MHC doing relative to customer experience. So speaking of customer experience and clients, tell me how MHC is winning new clients. Well, I'm sure that the reasons vary, but, but I would say to sum it up, said simply, I, I believe it's that we're relentlessly focused on value. We focus on offering the functionality that delivers value and helps our customers reach their goals. And often those goals are unique to them. And we recognize the need to offer flexibility to them because they need to solve today's problems Yet, we also need to demonstrate that our solutions are adaptable to meet their evolving needs in the future as well. So, you know, going back to the earlier part of our conversation uh, about, you know, what MHC is about, it does sound like you're delivering on the promise of simplifying and automating content processes with some of your solutions. That's the goal. I am uh, I'm very lucky to have an amazing team committed to delivering value for our customers every day. We believe our vision for optimizing an organization's content-centric processes involving those key stakeholders I mentioned of customers and vendors and employees. And doing that in a holistic manner is what really sets us apart. Our years of experience automating both front-end and back-office processes, coupled with our focus on tight packaged integrations with really big platforms, complex platforms, including ERP systems and CRM systems. All of that combined allows our customers to focus on their mission and what they do best while we take care of delivering software that solves their business challenges. So Gina, one of the things we see at Aragon is that many document processes that are currently batch and, and really kind of a one size fits all, uh, that content automation is starting to shift to real time and often just in time creation. Are you seeing that too? Absolutely. And, and interactive real time interactions as well. In our field and in, in probably countless other markets, we've seen the increased horsepower of cloud and containerized appliances that enable processes to be conducted in real time that we just simply couldn't before. And those days of the mainframe batch document creation as the sole form of communications, you know, those are just winding down. And don't get me wrong though, we still see a lot of continued demand for batch creation. 
but we also see the real-time and interactive rendering of content clearly rising in importance as organizations move along this digital continuum. So Gina, that has to be good for MHC. It, it is. And I'm hoping we can dig into some of those major trends together in future conversations. We sure can. So Gina, going back to what we discussed earlier, one of the things we also see in the digital workplace is that while there's a desire to automate, in many cases, documents and forms often fall to the bottom of the priority list by IT. We've seen executives demand change because they want their customers to have a better experience. Are you seeing this kind of a situation with some of your current and future customers? Absolutely. And you hit a, a hot button topic that, uh, that my team would say, yeah, Gina's passionate about that one. Historically, it has been an IT function to produce documents and forms. And, and like you said, I mean, that can fall to the bottom of the IT priority list. But that in itself is an issue for a couple of reasons. And first, we believe these functions should move into the hands of the business users. We should cut out the middle processing with IT and allow the business users to create and manage output and workflows themselves. In fact, we've invested heavily in enabling that shift out of IT with business user-friendly, no-code interfaces that can be managed with configurations. We've have additional capabilities coming up very soon uh, as well to put more and more power in the hands of business users and minimize reliance on IT. The second thing is, and, and Aragon has pointed this out, those forms and documents that are sometimes stuck on an IT priority list, they're often enablers to speed up revenue generation, or they could be enablers to lower costs or eliminate you know, certain services or operational expenses. And the people who see the potential of those enablers, who are they? Well, they're the business. They're the operations team members. And they need the tools to manage operations in an agile manner without reliance on you know, IT teams who are often overburdened. So Gina, I'd like to ask you more about some of your offerings. MHC offers solutions that are both on-premise and in the cloud. Can you share a little bit about your focus on cloud versus on-premise? Sure. So we've had on-premises solutions for years, uh, but as you know, needs change and many customers want more flexibility and they want less hassle when it comes to software upgrades and infrastructure maintenance. And, and we just finished talking about you know, IT constraints and, and many organizations are also constrained when it comes to IT resources that are even available to manage infrastructure. So we're seeing a lot more movement and organizations are beginning to realize the business value that they forfeit when they wait for IT or wait for infrastructure to be available. And they simply can't wait any longer. Our MHC cloud solutions meet those needs and increase the speed to value for our customers. In fact, right now, our team is doing some pretty amazing work on our next generation platform to enable faster speed to value for our customers. And, and just one follow-up question, are your on-premises customers migrating to your cloud offering? They are, but for some solutions, it's at a gradual pace. As, as more customers see what we're doing with our SaaS offerings and they 
hear more and more of the customer success stories and how organizations are uh, benefiting from the move, we expect to see more migrations to the cloud. That being said, we also recognize that there are certain use cases and industry segments that we support that are slow to move to the cloud. And in one of those areas in the customer communication management space, CCM, for example, is one of those where there are a lot of organizations still interested in an on-premises solution. So our strategy is clearly SaaS first and will remain SaaS only for some of the offerings we have, but we also embrace the concept of flexible deployment and will support cloud, hybrid, and on-premises support for some of our solutions. Gina, that's great. So besides all the focus on cloud, can you share any sneak peek into the MHC product roadmap? So let's see. The one word, well, one keyword I'll give you is intelligence. Our, our roadmap is designed to help customers accelerate their digital transformation efforts with intelligent automation of content-centric processes. We, we wanna make users smarter. We wanna help them get their work done faster. And so we plan to continue our investment in AI and insight-driven enhancements to help those users work more efficiently and effectively. Well, that's great, Gina. And I wanna thank you for spending some quality time with us today, it was very informative. Well, Jim, thank you. I really appreciate it. And it was great talking with you. So for our audience and for more information, people can go to both mhcautomation.com and aragonresearch.com to find out more information about the workflow and content automation, as well as the overall content management markets. Gina, thank you. Thank you.